So since winning the X Factor, the UK version, and the only group to do so so far, Little Mix have come a long way. You know, they all have great chemistry together, they can dance, sing, and they have a unique selling point of female empowerment. They're also a polished group. They could easily rival some of the more bigger names in pop music with their talent alone. And for a band that's very talented, they deserve all the recognition. So why exactly are they so underrated? Well, I think, in my opinion, Little Mix, who was signed to Simon Cowell's record label, um, Psycho, were competing with Fifth Harmony, who were signed a year later. And I think that Little Mix weren't really given the attention needed to succeed internationally because Fifth Harmony were a band that were pushed into the American market, which arguably has been one of the most um, coveted and highly esteemed markets that a lot of European musicians try to break into. And not that I'm saying that other uh, music markets all over the world aren't respected, but I think generally it's always been America. Um, So Fifth Harmony were pushed into focusing on the American audiences, whilst Little Mix focused on the UK. Another reason, I think, for their lack of exposure in the US market is that they kind of killed off the momentum that they were experiencing in America with the success of their um, Salute album. And, you know, they ended up cancelling what would have been their first headline tour in the US back in 2013-ish. And, you know, the tour was apparently cancelled because, according to them, they had poor, terrible you know, ticket sales, but they said that they were cancelling it to record their next album, which didn't actually come out for another two years. Also, I think America is sort of over girl groups too. You know, Fifth Harmony was slightly different because, you know, they're homegrown talent and, you know, and even then they've only had maybe a few big hits uh, you know, they also toured as an opening act for Ariana Grande um, on the Northern Leg tour of the Dangerous Woman tour, which could have been a big boost. Um, but the singles weren't getting consistent pushes in the U- in the US. Um, and there were also really lackluster rap features on that that didn't really fit the US market. And I think another reason is that they came out during a time where people weren't really into girl bands as much. And, you know, they were more interested in boy bands, especially at the height of One Direction's popularity globally. Also, I think their most successful album to date in the US was, you know, the R&B influenced album Salute and their heavily pop influenced album Glory Days. You know, both of these albums were great because... We, we got to see the musical versatility, which, you know, aside from having really strong friendships, I think is one of the reasons for their longevity and their ability to ride different musical waves, which shows their, their high levels of creativity and talent. However, I think the sad part about the Get Weird album is that it feels like it was, um, you know, tailored to a uh, American audience. Both Black Magic and Love Me Like You use, you know, symbolic American teenage stereotypes, you know, with the high school setting in Black Magic and each of the members acting out popular cliques that you'd find in American teenage films and perhaps schools. 
Little Mix have also had to face the challenge of trying to communicate four personalities to an American audience that aren't really maybe interested in more than one band. You know, whilst in the 90s, there were many female groups that coexisted with each other, such as Destiny's Child, TLC, Escape. And it's possible to have more than one successful girl band. However, it seems people now view it as a competition. It may also explain why pop bands such as, you know, Black Eyed Peas and the Pussycat Dolls were able to thrive for so long because they stood out and there weren't any similar groups out there at the time who could be seen as their competition. Unlike, uh, unfortunately, both Fifth Harmony and Little Mix do have similarities. You know, they're both girl groups that can sing and dance. They make pop music with female empowerment undertones. And they were both formed from reality shows where they were picked as solo artists to form a group. And for a tension span that's already quite limited, having to get to know what appears to be duplicate bands may be more than enough. And unfortunately, you know, female solo artists don't really experience these issues. For example, it's perfectly normal to see an artist such as Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Katy Perry coexist peacefully and without comparisons. But unfortunately, if Little Mix were to ever be embraced by a US audience, they would need to convince them that more than one girl, girl band can coexist at the same time. But then again, when did making it in America become the standard of musical success? There are plenty of musical markets around the world. And if they're content with where they are, then who are we to say otherwise? Another reason, I think, for their lack of exposure in the US market is that they kind of killed off the momentum that they were experiencing in America with the success of their um, Salute album. And, you know, they ended up cancelling what would have been their first headline tour in the US back in 2013-ish. And, you know, the tour was apparently cancelled because, according to them, they had poor, terrible you know, ticket sales, but they said that they were counselling it to record their next album, which didn't actually come out for another two years. Also, I think America is sort of over girl groups too. You know, Fifth Harmony was slightly different because, you know, they're homegrown talent and, you know, and even then they've only had maybe a few big hits uh, you know, they also toured as an opening act for Ariana Grande um, on the Northern Leg tour of the Dangerous Woman tour, which could have been a big boost. Um, but the singles weren't getting consistent pushes in the U- in the US. Um, and they were also really lackluster rap features on that that didn't really fit the US market. And I think another reason is that they came out during a time where people weren't really into girl bands as much. And, you know, they were more interested in boy bands, especially at the height of One Direction's popularity globally. Also, I think their most successful album to date in the US was, you know, the R&B influenced album Salute and their heavily pop influenced album Glory Days. You know, both of these albums were great because... We we got to see the musical versatility, which, you know, aside from having really strong friendships, I think is one of the reasons for their longevity and their ability to ride different musical waves, which shows their, their high levels of creativity and talent.
However, I think the sad part about the Get Weird album is that it feels like it was, um, you know, tailored to a uh, American audience. Both Black Magic and Love Me Like You use, you know, symbolic American teenage stereotypes, you know, with the high school setting in Black Magic and each of the members acting out popular cliques that you'd find in American teenage films and perhaps schools. 